This past weekend, I had a really nice visit with a cousin of mine that I haven't seen literally in decades. And it was just so great to see her again. We, you know, we did a lot of catching up. You know, we were talking to each other about, you know, what we're doing in our lives now. And, and she has been a stay-at-home spouse for the last 10 years because she's been, you know, looking after the kids and which, you know, is just a very important contribution to the family. And uh, she said, the only thing is now, though, that the kids are all grown and they're going off to college and I'm going to have so much more time on my hands. And so I was starting to think about what I'm going to do. And I said, well, what do you want to do? And she said, I don't know. And she needs help figuring that out. So this episode of Life Change Secrets is dedicated to all those stay-at-home spouses who are looking for some help and some guidance about what could be their next steps in their lives. Are you ready for a change and to finally do something about that feeling inside of you that says you have a different calling in life? To finally go after that dream or dust off that project you've been thinking of creating but still haven't done anything about yet? Do you need some support, direction, or motivational words from someone who has been there and who understands you? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. This podcast is a place to find inspiration for those who want to take control and change their lives for the better. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. Here's your host, Tony. If you've been following me for any length of time now, you know my story of change. You know, I had a great job and a great career and everything, and I decided to leave that because I felt that I had a different calling in life. And uh, when I did that, I felt really, really lonely because I couldn't, first of all, I couldn't find anybody who understand why I would want to leave a job like that. And second of all, um, it was just difficult to find support and people who could give me some guidance. And so I decided that whenever I get through this and I get to where I want to be, that I'm going to help other people. And you know, what the funny thing was is that whenever I decided to make that move, it was kind of like whenever you decide to buy a new car. You know how it is when you decide to buy that particular model of car. When you go out, what do you see? You see those kind of cars. You see the same color and everything, right? Well, the fact of the matter is that those cars have always been there. You just haven't noticed them before. Well, that's the same thing that happened to me whenever I decided to make that change in my life. I started to notice just how many people there are out there who want to make some sort of change in their lives, but some of them aren't sure how to do it. And some of them know what they want, but they're not sure what the steps that they need to take to get there. Some of them don't know what they want and they need help figuring that out. So that's why, you know, after talking to my cousin the other day, I thought, you know what, why don't I dedicate an episode of Life Change Secrets to, you know, all these stay-at-home spouses who maybe, you know, feel like they want to do something different, but maybe they're not sure how to start to figure that out. So I just wanted to share with you You know, if you're in that category, or even if you're not, really, I mean, this is like a very, you know, universal uh, topic. But I just want to share with you some of the things that I did and some of the things that you might be thinking about. Well, first of all, um, I had some help because I had something to draw off of, which was the strategic planning process. Because I used to be a senior manager, I was the sales director for Italy. And um, as a matter of fact, whenever I decided to leave the company after 12 years, I had an opportunity, actually I made the opportunity, I made it happen, to talk to one of the senior vice presidents, his name was Charlie Denson. And Charlie, 
when he saw me, because he had already heard about you know my handing in my resignation, and he shook my hand and he asked me, "Why are you leaving?" And I told him, I said, "Charlie, I'm leaving for something that you taught me." And he said, "What might that be?" <laughs> and I said, "Charlie," he said, "I said for the umpteenth time, I was working on the strategic plan, and uh, for for Nike Italy, and just like you taught me." I, you taught me to think five years out, you, you know, to think about what the vision of the future that I would like to see, what I needed to do to make that happen, what resources I was going to need, who was going to be able to help me, what the, the structure of my sales organization was going to be, how much money I was going to need, what I was going to use it for, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I got to thinking, having this funny feeling in my stomach at, at that time, uh, that told me that, you know, I should be happy, but I'm not, I'm, and I don't know why. When I had that funny feeling in my stomach that was telling me that this doesn't feel right anymore to stay here and work, I was asking myself, I said, I wonder if I did this same exercise for myself and for my life, I wonder what could come out of it. And so that's what I did, Charlie. I said, and now I know where I want to go five years from now in my life. I also know that, you know, what I believe I know who can help me to get there, what the resources are that I'm going to need. I have a clear vision of my future, all this stuff. But I also told him, I said, Charlie, if this doesn't work out, I can, can I please come back? You know what I mean? Because, you know, you, you know I wasn't 100% sure that, that this was going to work out. But that was 15 years ago, actually a little bit more than that. And so I think I can safely say that my uh, plan for change worked. And so... But, you know, one of the first things that I had to do, and this is, you know, this is, I guess, one of the, I don't like to call them lessons because I'm not a teacher. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to share with you what I did and hoping that you might find some inspiration from this, maybe something that you can work on, that you can translate into your personal situation. But what I discovered was, yeah, I can just go out and change. I said, but it would be foolish to do that, especially when you have responsibilities, you got a mortgage to pay, you got kids to take care of, you got family to take care of. You can't just jump into the dark, you know? And so that's what you know, that's what I told myself. And so I said, you know, you have to figure out how you're gonna make this happen. You need a plan. And I realized back then, which was something again that the company taught me, you know, the strategic planning process, I said, I need to take that strategic planning process and adapt that to my life because all the steps in the strategic planning process weren't applicable to my life. And one of the first things I realized that I needed to, to have clarity about was my purpose, my why. And so I had to keep asking myself that question. And so if I want to leave you with anything here in, this, in the very beginning of this podcast, you, you're going to want to ask yourself that question over and over and over again. What is it that I want and why do I want it? If you're not happy, if you feel like you want to do something else, start asking yourself a lot of questions about the things that you like, about the things that make you excited, about the things that make you happy. You know, if you could get up in the morning and do anything that you wanted to do every day, what would it be? You know, and for me, some of those those answers were I like to speak to people. I want to be on stage, not because I want to be in the limelight, but because I want to. I, that's how I can reach more people and help more people to to improve their quality of life. And that's how I came upon after asking me all these questions, asking myself all these questions. I came up and also I had some help because I went to a course. It was a four day course, really, really intense. And that's where I came up with my life's mission. 
And my life's mission, and that was like 15 years ago, and it's never changed. And that is to use my communicative skills to help as many people as I can to improve their quality of life. That's why I believe I'm here on this earth. And that's a question that I would ask for you, ask to you. Why do you believe that you're here? What's your purpose? What's your life's mission? What do you want it to be? What do you want to be remembered for? When you're no longer here on this earth, what do you want people to say about you? What story are you going to tell at the end of your life? What story do you want to tell at the end of your life? You see what I'm saying? And all those things, you know, they have to, you have to keep asking yourself questions. It's kind of like, and when I think about this, this concept of asking questions, I think, you know, imagine this scene. A father comes home after a long day's work, and he picks up his little girl. She's like three years old, and she's so happy to see daddy. And uh, so daddy's kind of tired, but, you know, dads do, you know, picks up a hug, he plays with her a little bit, and then he goes and does something that he's been looking forward to do for the last couple hours, and that is just sitting in his easy chair, opening up the paper, and, and reading the paper. And so she's so, the little girl's so really happy, you know, to see her daddy. So she grabs all her, her favorite toys and she comes in and sits at daddy's, uh, at, at the daddy's feet and she's just singing and, and playing. And, and then all of a sudden, she asks the question and she says, Daddy, where do babies come from? And he, he heard what she said. So he's looking around the paper at her, and he's like, what'd you say, honey? He knew what, he, what she said, because he was thinking about what, are, what is he going to tell her. <laughs> She's only three, right? And she said, where do babies come from? And so now he's like, his mind is racing. He's trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to tell her? Because um, you can't tell. He doesn't want to tell her the truth, you know, because she's too young to understand all that. So he's, he's trying to figure out what he's going to tell her. So he's like, well, um... There's bees that come in and they just, then they come and leave the babies in mommy's tummy. And she's, well, how do the bees get in mommy's tummy? Well, the bees don't actually come in mommy's tummy. They just come and have their magic around mommy's tummy. You know, he's like crawling up this mirror. He's trying to, trying to figure out what am, what am I going to tell her, you know? Anyway, so he keeps making up stuff but all his answers are not satisfactory and so what does she do she keeps asking questions why how does that happen how did they get in there how do they do that and she keeps asking questions because she's going to keep asking questions until she understands and gets a satisfactory answer and that's what we have to do for ourselves so sometimes people say why well, ask myself i've been trying to figure out what i want to do but i can't figure it out and so my question is, well, how many times did you ask yourself? You know, this isn't an exercise where you just ask yourself and then you just think you're going to get the answer. I wish it were that simple. For a lot of people, it's just not that easy. It takes time and you have to keep hitting it from different directions, you know. And so that's, that's another piece of advice that I would give you. Don't ever stop asking yourself that question until you get the answer that you really, really feel is the right one for you, okay? And so, anyway, that's what I discovered, what my mission was, was to help use my communicative skills to help as many people as I can to improve their quality of life. And then I since went and defined that further. You know, I said, you know, I want to reach tens of millions of people, and how am I going to do that? And so I, I narrowed it down to be more and more concrete and practical, and I said, what I really want to do is to help people to do what I did, who need it. And that is to use their knowledge and experience 
to make a living doing something that they really love and at the same time help people. And so that's what I do because that's what I did. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that when they get up in the morning, they're just longing to do something different. There's a lot of people who, who go out of the, in the workforce and they're not happy doing what they're doing every day. They don't like doing what they're doing. And they would love to be able to do something different, but they don't know what they could do. And all I'm saying is, and this is what I learned, you know, and this, this goes for anybody, whether you're a, a stay-at-home spouse, whether you're a corporate executive, whether you're a dishwasher, whether you're a street vendor, whether you're a street sweeper, whatever. All of us have something that we are good at. All of us have something that we are an expert about. And, and I will challenge you. If you think that that's not true because you don't have anything to offer or because nobody would want to listen to you or no one would want to, I I can show you a list, a long, long list of people who are doing things and making money at it that you would not imagine. You would never imagine this. But that's another podcast episode. Not We're not going there right now. But I'm just telling you, trust me. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to leave a link in the description of this podcast. And you can go and start to figure out and see, for example, how I, I created a video. It's called The Tree of Life. And you'll be able to see how I use my experience. But you'll be able to see the whole thought process that I went through. So go click on that link. It's a free video. You can go look at that. And, um, and it'll show you how you could start to do something very, very similar, okay? And really, and again, this is not about taking the leap right now. You know what I mean? That's not what this is about. It's about exploring the possibility. It's about, it's giving you a way to think about what it is you could do next, all right? And so that brings me to the next point, which was, you know, after I figured out what my purpose was, I took the strategic planning process that I learned in Nike and I said, now how can I adapt that to my own personal situation? And that's how I came up with five steps I thought I needed to go through in order to make the transition in my life that I wanted to make. And those five steps are these. Number one, before you do anything, before you just start doing stuff, Take a look, a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror. And again, sometimes we need help doing that with a method. And the reason that I say this is because um, it kind of reminds me of a, uh, a seminar that I held some years ago for some salespeople. And before we started the seminar, there was a guy in the front row. He was rubbing his hands together because it was about sales techniques. And so he was rubbing his hands together. You know, he was smiling. You could see he was really an, an exuberant kind of individual. And he was like, he said, okay, Smith, so you're going to teach us some tips and some tricks and some techniques so that we can sell more stuff? And I was like, um, we'll get to that, yeah. But that's not the first thing we're going to do. The first thing we're going to do is I'm going to put you in front of the mirror first. And he had this puzzled look on his face. He said, well, what's that mean? I said, because let's say I, I teach you a, a tip or a trick or a technique, and you try to put that into practice and it doesn't work. Then what are you going to do? How are you going to fix it if you don't even know why it's not working? Because one of the things that I've come to realize over the years that it's not just the technique that you're going to have to put into practice. You're going to have to be a self-aware about a lot of other things that you do, about your communication style, You might, you know what I mean? Just think about this. How many times have you talked to somebody and that person that you're talking to gets too close to you? That that person invades your space. Has that ever happened to you? It's happened to all of us. And 
So you, especially if you don't know that person, what do you try to do? You try to distance yourself from that person, you know? And, uh, you know, maybe in a really, very elegant way, instead of saying, get up out of my face, you know, you might want to just kind of, you know, back off gently. But most of the time, what happens? That person, he gets back close to you again. Why do they do that? Because that person usually isn't self-aware of their own communication style. And they don't realize that there's a sphere around every person and you can't invade that sphere, that sphere without having built some kind of a special relationship with that person. Right. And I was telling the sales guys, I was like, you know, if this technique that I teach you doesn't work for you, maybe that's one of the mistakes that you're making and you don't even realize it. Maybe you're invading people's spaces and maybe you get too close to people. And then I just, you know, just kind of dramatize the situation a little bit. I was telling him, I was like, and maybe you have some seriously, some serious halitosis. Your breath is kicking and you get up too close to people and they're like, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? As a. Uh, so you got to understand all that stuff about you first, and then we can start thinking about the techniques. And so that's what I learned about when you make a change before you start jumping off and doing stuff, because that's what happens. People will will just go off, like my mom used to say, half cocked, you know, and they go out and they say, okay, well, I want to go and uh, I want to learn how to sell, so I'm going to go out and take a sales technique course, or I'm going to um, I want to learn how to do something, learn how to write a book, so I'm just going to go out. You need to, to take a look at yourself in the mirror first to see if that's even the right thing for you, you know? Bring it down to something that's even more concrete. This woman that I was working with a long time ago, she was one of my first students in the Courage to Change program, in my, in my coaching program. And she was um, a corporate executive and she left because she was stressed out. And what we discovered was in the process was that that's not for you. Being in the corporate world and being in that kind of job, that's not for you. And so she heard about another opportunity. She left that company. She started working with me. We had we had already outlined that that you know that her path in life was not that. She got another job offer, paying her a whole lot of money. So she went back into the corporate world. And after nine months, she got laid off again. And I was like, "See, I told you that's not for you. Do you understand that now?" She's like, "Yes." And so we continued our course. And now she's given seminars on two different continents because that's what she loves to do and that's her real life's calling. That's her purpose. Huh? So anyway, you don't wanna go out off half cock. so the first thing that you wanna do is to look yourself in the mirror. The second thing, you might say, okay, well now that I got that clarity, now it's time to figure out what I wanna do. And I say, not yet. Because the next thing that you're gonna to wanna to do now is I need to take your mind, I need to open up your head, take your mind and stretch it out like it's a piece of rubber and, I, and the reason that I needed to do that because I need to I need you to understand just how many different possibilities there are out there for you to to do a lot of different things that you might want to do. There's so many opportunities. There's so many things. I love it when somebody tells me, "Yeah, but Anthony I've been, or Tony, I've been thinking about this for a long time, and really, honestly, I, I just feel like I've tried everything." And I am, and I always tell people that I get tickled when I hear that because I'm, I'm always telling them, I said, you haven't tried everything. You've just tried everything that you've known how to try. That's what you've tried. You haven't tried everything. Everything is a lot of stuff. 
And so what I'm saying, you know, a lot of times people will challenge me. You say, okay, you're the coach and everything, especially over here in Europe. Because, you know, the mindset over here in Europe is a little bit closed. The mentality is a little bit closed. They're not these believers like the Americans are, you know, that we can do anything we want in life. And so sometimes people will challenge me and they're like, okay, so how are you going to do it? I was like, I don't know yet. I might not know yet, but it's got to be possible. And the thing that makes me believe that it's possible is because we live in a world now that's going on 8 billion people. Don't you think that there's at least one person in this whole wide world who's in a similar situation as you, who has a, a um, who maybe has an environment that is less stimulating than yours, that is um, less fortunate than you are, that has less financial resources than you do, um, and maybe is less intelligent than you, but has set themselves a goal similar to yours and they achieve that goal? You can, I only can believe that that has to be true with so many people in this world. And so my next thing that I have to tell myself is, if they did it, then why can't I do it? You know what I mean? Why not? And so I helped, I have to, that's the next thing that I needed to do for myself. I needed to understand, because I had been in, in Nike and in Levi's for so many years, and I said, there's gotta be more stuff out there in this world, and I've, I gotta figure out what it is. And my cousin, Brett, he helped me to, to, to take this this leap into the online marketing world that I didn't even know existed. It was so fascinating. And now I'm like full in. Anyway, so that's the second step, is to broaden your horizons, broaden your perspective, to help you to understand that there's so many different ways for you to, to get different things done in life. Because, because, and that brings me to the third point, now we're ready to start figuring out what it is you really, really wanna do. And, when I and the reason that's the third step is because I need to go through that second step first because I need you to I need to stretch your mind out first because if I don't do that and if I ask you that question too early about what it is you really want to do most people will answer that question like this well given the fact that this is what I know how to do this is where I grew up this is how much money I have this is what I study this is this is the my profession I can only imagine that I could probably be able to do something like um, that and when I hear those answers, I'm like, yeah, but that's not what I asked you, though. I didn't ask you that. I didn't ask you what you think you might be able to do based on your experience. I asked you, what do you really, truly, and honestly want to do? No limits. Why limit yourself now, right? Why limit yourself now? Don't limit yourself yet. You can always cut it back. All you're doing is thinking right now, right? So anyway... And then here's the other thing. When you start to figure out what it is you want and start to ask yourself those questions about what did you want and what does your future look like, what do you want it to look like? Not what you would like it to look like. What do you want it to look like? And that's another mentality shift. you got to do it. And then the other thing I invite people to do is when you think about that is imagine it as if it were already happening. You know, one of the things that I do in my strategic leadership program with companies, and I also do this with, um, with the people that I coach in the Courage to Change program, when I get to that, I put some music on, I give them a, uh, and I do a visualization. And I always tell them, you, I want you to imagine that it's five years down the road. So if this is right now, it's um, the, the, you know, the early August 2019, I want you to imagine this is early August in, in the year 2024, and you're getting up in the morning, and what do you see? Where are you living? What kind of house do you have? What colors do you see? Who are you with? Where are you going today? What are you going to do today? You know, and it's all based on what you want, not what you think could probably happen. 
And the other thing that I, uh, you know, as you probably have already um, understood, I always also get you to think in the smallest details because that's where it comes from. That's when you, the, the more detailed you can be in what you see in the future, the more likely it is that you'll be able to achieve it. One of the reasons that a lot of people don't achieve their goals is because they're too vague. You wanna be as specific as possible because that's how you make things happen. That's how you're able to get where you wanna get to. Then the fourth step is, once you have that clarity, the fourth step is about um, putting together a solid plan to help you to get there. I have an 11-step planning process um, as part of my program that I take people through that really helps you to define what it is you want to do because the, the best vision in the world of what it is you want you think you, the, what you want to do is not going to be any good unless you put a solid plan behind it to make it happen and I mean a step-by-step plan and that's why that's what I like to take people through and and again you know there's no cookie cutter approach it's an 11 step structure but your situation might be different from somebody else's the young lady that I talked to you about um, before who went back into the corporate world who is now doing seminars she had a different plan that we had to work on but the structure of the planning system was the same um, I worked with another young lady who had to, she wanted to stay in the corporate world, but she wanted to move to another country, having her boyfriend, who wanted to be her future husband, in a different country as well. So we had to figure that out. So we had to look at cost of living in London and in Amsterdam and all that stuff. Um, there was another guy who wanted, to, he just had a, an issue that he wanted to change in his company. Um, another woman is back in the States and she was, you know, she's working with expats, so she's putting together a business. So every situation is different. And your situation is going to be different too, right? But anyway, you need a plan to make it happen. And then the fifth part of the process is making sure, because the best plans are nothing unless you stay on track and disciplined to get what you want. And a lot of times people just fall, things fall by the wayside. because. And one of the things that, the reasons for that happening is because people don't have strong enough motivation. And so you need to know how to motivate yourself to make sure that you do stay on track and that you don't get distracted and that you do achieve your goals. You see what I'm saying? So I just want to wrap this up, kind of get, you know, really passionate about this because I just love this stuff. You know, I don't know if you could tell, or not, but I just do. And um, so I just want to tell you this. If you need some help, click on the link in the, in the uh, description um, go and, and look at the Tree of Life video. Start to think about what you could do, what your Tree of Life could look like. And I just wanted to tell you something that a, a friend of mine, her name is Dr. Lisa Hart, and uh, she works, um, she does very similar work, but hers is, uh, is, is a little bit different, but she's a very, very nice person. But she has a saying that I really, really like, and she says, stop waiting and start living. Don't wait. You know, don't put it off. If you if you have this feeling inside you now that you know that you want to do something different, get started. You know, that doesn't mean you're not you have to make the ch the change now, but get started. Take a step towards that. You know, because here's the thing: if you have you have something inside of you that's special, everybody does. I really believe that. You have something inside of you that that's special, and you have something inside of you that other people need. You do. Believe it. And if you don't put that out into the world in some way, then you might be depriving people of what you have. 
You might be not helping someone that you could be helping because you're keeping it all inside of you because you're not making a move. You see what I'm saying? So I hope this was helpful. Stay with me now because I got a lot more things to say. Please leave me a comment. Please leave a review after this. Tell tell the world what you think about me, what you think about this episode, and, and just stay with me because I just have so much passion. I just want to help so many people. And if you need help and trying to figure out what, you're, what, what direction you're going to go in life or you, know, you need the help putting a plan together or whatever it is, I'm here. And the last thing that I'm going to tell you is come on over to The Life You Were Born to Live on Facebook. Come on over there. Follow me. Like me. Stay with me because that's just another way for you to keep in contact with me. Okay? Stay with me. Take care.